Hey everybody, I'm Rob Mosley, your host of the Tall Talk Podcast, where we discuss everything from life, health, fitness, fashion, music, and more. I want to begin this show by saying thank you. Thank you to everyone who listened to my last episode, which was dedicated to my late grandmother, Amelia Mosley, who I miss dearly. Um, I really appreciate all of the text, um, the DMs, just reaching out saying that you listen and you really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't something that was easy for me to do or to talk about. Um, the grieving process is something that is not ever ex- explainable. Um, and there's no time limit on it. So it's something that I'm still working through and, um, I have good days and bad days. Again, I do miss her so much. Um, but I appreciate everyone who listened to that episode. Today's episode, I want to talk about time and our use of time. I know sometimes I I can I feel like I can make better use of my time, uh, plan out things better, um, just go about handling my day-to-day better than I do um but I fall short uh things don't always go the way that they're planned and you sometimes get just get caught up in life um and everything that goes along with it so one of the things that I've always like talked about with friends and and people that are close to me is like relationships and love and how we spend our time or give our time to others in which ways we, we, we do that. It's an importance of that. Um, how we spend time with our family. Um, as we grow from kids to adults and have more freedom to do things that we want to do, go away to college, uh, move to another state. It's like you, you don't realize that you actually start to spend less and less time with family and loved ones that are close to you, unless you guys live in the same state. So when you do have that opportunity to be with family and friends, are you using it the best? Do you really like, spend time with them. Um, I think one thing that we, we've all become so attached to are our cell phones. Um, we could be at the dinner table and everybody have their cell phone out and just so glued to their cell phone. And again, I'm not perfect by no means. And I'm guilty of this. I spend a lot of time on my phone. Um, and sometimes I use this excuse because I'm, you know, I do being tall modeling. I'm a social media influencer. But there's times where I know I was like, oh, I need to just put my phone down and just stay away from it for a little while. We get so attached to that. So the questions that I'm asking are questions that I ask myself. It's not just something that I feel like I'm, oh, I don't do this. So I don't do that because I do. Um just 
being more mindful of how we we spend our time is very important. I I've also like discussed some strategies that I plan on using in my day to day to help me better manage my time. For one, I'm going to start creating a daily plan and just organize better. Two, create time intentionally. And when I say create time intentionally, I mean intentionally, like whatever it is, if it's going to the gym, create that space, create that time that you're going to spend at the gym and and try to try your best to stick to it. Um, I usually I'm pretty good with that aspect, that certain thing going to the gym. Um, the time fluctuates. It's not always the same time, but I'm usually good with that. Prioritize. Priority is important because you can have a list of things to do, but there's always going to be a couple things on that list that are more important than the others. And I think it's good to stick to those and finish those things that are more important than to let them linger or continue to put them off. And then it's like, you feel like you're in a rush to complete that, that, that whatever that task is. Also schedule time for those complicated tasks. Some of those tasks are going to take a little bit longer than normal. So you want to, Make sure that you carve out that time to complete that task or to even if you don't complete it all at once, just each day or however, however long it takes, just schedule times and days where you can work on that complicated task because it might be a little bit more detailed. Uh, it's something that you might need help with or might require more than one person. So you definitely want to pri- prioritize and schedule the time for the complicated task. Then you want to establish a timeline. Give yourself a timeline, like write these things out. And like, again, these are things that I'm trying to implement in my everyday too. I want, I, I am trying to come up with timelines so that I can kind of stay on schedule and make sure that did I do this today? Did I do that? Did I work on that blog post or, you know, set up these other posts for the throughout the week or how just scheduling posts that I need that I know I need to do and be more consistent with posting content. Schedule breaks. Walk away. Take a nap. Just watch your favorite show. That's important too when you're strategizing on how to use your time wisely because we all need that moment where we just don't have to think about anything or be wondering, Oh, I'm, I got to do this. I forgot that. I forgot that. Just relax. Take, like I say, take a nap, watch your favorite show, sit in silence and meditate, meditate. That is something that I have been working on for probably about the last year. I've been learning to meditate and taking time to just sit and breathe. It's important. It's very important. And lastly, anticipate roadblocks. Things happen. Be prepared for that. Anticipate 
the wrongs, things that can go wrong, that 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 task that you have on your list that might be complicated and you can't get past it or you can't get through it. And there's a roadblock. Anticipate something happening that way that you're prepared for it and you can you know, figure out how to get around it if need be, or that might be the case, the time where you need to ask someone for help and don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, I, and I, and I say this <laughs> because I'm someone who I hate asking for help. I do. Uh, I guess you could say I'm stubborn in that way. Um, cause I've, there's been times where I've act, I really need help. And I usually only ask for help if I really need it. Like if I've asked you for help or anything is because I really need help because I'm the type of person who I, I can figure it out or I could do it on my own or at least I try to. So if I've asked you for help, it's because I really need it. Um, but again, I say don't be afraid to ask because you do have people. We, I think we all have people that are in our lives that have our best interests and we are willing to help. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, those are my, my things on my list. So I, I wonder what are some of you guys things that you will implement in your life to make better use of your time. Uh, you know, they say 50 is not, middle age approximately 35 to 40 is middle age the average life expectancy is 70 to 80. very few people live to be 100. working to 65 is said to be the biggest scam ever it's best to live your life truly in the things that you want to do and how you want to live your life and be happy doing something like if it's your, your, your dream or you feel it is your passion. I say, go after it. Um, that's one of the, the, the journeys that I'm on is going after the things that I really enjoy doing that make me happy. Um, I've worked jobs before that I hated, uh, extremely hated. I won't say names of those companies, but again, if you know me, you know, <laughs> cause I probably talked about that job to with you before. So I'm saying this to say, stop waiting to live your life. Don't wait another day to ask a person out that you have a crush on, on a date. The worst, the, I mean, the, the, all they could do is say no. And if they say no, then, Hey, that's, it, it wasn't in the card for you, but don't wait another day because you might be missing out on your opportunity for someone. Move to the state that you, or the country that you've always dreamed about living in or just traveling to, um, don't wait another day to quit the job that you hate. I had to do that once a part of time. <laughs> I was in a position where I got laid off from a job 
that I had been working at for years. And I didn't know what I was going to do or what would be next for me. Um, when I finished school at Morehouse, I had everything planned out. Um, the company that I was working for had, you know, sort of promised me a job there. Well, I wanted to work in corporate in the marketing department. My degree is in marketing. But once I finally completed my degree and it came time to start applying for those jobs in the marketing department in the company I was at, they kept telling me I didn't have the experience or, you know, da 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 da. And keep in mind, I've been with this company for well over 10 years while I was going to school. And it took me a while to finish school because I had to take time off sometimes and just things got life got in the way. So as I applied to these jobs within this company that I had been working for forever and to be told that, you know, well, no, you, you don't have the experience or da, 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 someone else. We found someone that, you know, was better experienced in this position than you. And it's just like. It's, it was a big slap in the face because I felt like if there was, I've been with you guys for over 10 years. If there was something that you felt that I didn't know about this job and I have a degree in that, 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 uh, in the marketing department, or I have a degree in marketing. I felt like it was something that, you know, you always go through a training when you get a job anyway, a new job, no matter what, like, they're going to train you on how this company runs things. So long story short, I didn't get that position in the marketing department. So I was kind of stuck for a while. And then it came to a point where the position that I had with the company was, was beginning to get phased out throughout all of the companies that were simple, sim similar to the company that I worked for. So at that point, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, I had been applying to jobs and nothing was really panning out. So <laughs> the, the most humbling experience ever was I ended up having to take a job cleaning, working for the cleaning company that actually cleaned the building that I worked in. And uh, it wasn't the worst experience as far as the cleaning part. The person that I worked for was horrible. Uh, and it got to the point where I eventually ended up quitting that job because it was either quit that job or beat my boss's ass. <laughs> and it wasn't worth going to jail for or, you know, getting into trouble over. So we parted ways. And I ended up taking another job that I was just like, this job was even worse. So you got to go through these things though. And I've, I, I learned that. And I, and I, one thing I, you know, I talk to my father all the time about stuff and he's, he, he always tells me, you know, he's proud of me. And sometimes I just feel like I haven't completely accomplished the things that I want to I'm not exactly where I want to be in life. So I, I'm still working towards those things. Um, 
that the last job that I had before I started teaching, I ended up uh, when I left there, when I finally had reached the breaking point with that job, the cleaning job, I was just. I, I knew that it was like this, this is not it, this is not it. And so I had st- I had signed up to be a substitute teacher. And it was like maybe the week before my birthday in March, uh, the app that we used to to get the jobs through the the agency that I was working through that supplied the subs to the schools, the the charter schools that I uh, I worked for. A position opened up for well, the position didn't open one of the teachers was out on maternity leave. So she would be out for the rest of the school year. And I saw the job on the um, app and I was just like, this is my chance. Is this a sign for me to leave this job that I hate? <laughs> so I called my sister and I, I was telling her, my sister is a teacher also. And I was telling her about this job, this position that opened up for the teacher that was going out on maternity leave. And I was like, I don't know, should I do it? Should I do it? She was like, take a chance, just do it. And so before I said, before I let anybody <laughs> get this job, before I book it, I, I just went on and took it. And I left that job that I hated and started subbing. At this point, we were still kind of in the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic. so. I uh, I was teaching virtual, which was easy because uh, <laughs> we were talking to the kids on the computer. Um, we had to like teach via the computer. And I say it was easy because we weren't actually in the room with the kids. Um, we did have to keep some of the kids on focus because you got to think they're at home. They're in their room. Their toys are around. Their siblings are around. So it's hard to keep the kids focused. Uh, and I do believe that virtual schooling was a disharm for our children because a lot of them are behind. And now, like, my fifth graders are some of them are behind, but you have some kids that are going to excel no matter what environment that you put them in. And the, the, the flip side of that is the kids who need that help, that extra help or the extra attention. They're still behind and it's like they have to play catch up. So, um, virtual schooling wasn't the best, but for me to get out of the position that I was in, it was a stepping stone. And then we went back into the school the, the following year. So this is my third year teaching. Um, and it's been an experience. Uh, kids these days are a lot different from when I was a child. Like the things that these kids do, I never thought about doing because my, my mother probably would have killed me. <laughs> As the way some of these kids talk and behave in school just a no-no like for me growing up i never would have did some of those things so yeah just about my my point of going into the story of the job and everything is just putting your efforts into using your time to do things that you want to do 
to create the life that you want to live and to be happy. As cliche as, as it may sound, that's my biggest goal is just to have a happy life and to be able to be there for and support my family, my friends, um, to enjoy life with them, uh, to just experience new experiences every day or as much as possible. So stop worrying about how people view you and take a chance on you. Bet on yourself this time. Step outside of your comfort zone and just do you. And with that being said, guys, this is the, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I, again, I appreciate all of my listeners. Um, I don't know the exact number, but <laughs> whoever's listening, I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, again, guys, feel free to DM me on Instagram or on Facebook. If you have questions, comments, or just feedback for me, um, I am going to get an email address for the podcast. I thought I had one, but I don't. Um, I thought I had created one. So I I will be working on getting that. So you can email me at the email address for the podcast. That'll be up really soon. And I'll be able to tell you guys that. So again, I appreciate everyone for listening. And this is the Tall Talk Podcast. I'll be talking to you next time. All right. Have a good one.